you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, Canadian Western Agribition moves into day two. We hear from Brett Wilson, the keynote breakfast speaker. He owns farmland in southern Saskatchewan and his presentation this morning was on food, fuel and fertilizer. President Chris Lees and CEO Chris Lane join us to discuss the day's events. We have a feature interview with Todd Lewis, the president of APAS and an update on the resumption of grain movement through British Columbia. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Food, fuel, and free trade was the topic of a breakfast presentation today at Agribition by former TV star of Dragon's Den, Brett Wilson. Wilson, originally from North Battleford, talked about government hypocrisy and efforts to regulate the petroleum industry. His message was critical thinking. I do a lot of talks where I speak about the critical, the importance of critical thinking and really how critical it is to apply critical thinking to the words we hear every day. So I challenged people here about a few things, whether it was calling cancer as a, am I a graduate or a survivor, playing with mental health versus mental wellness, and then we evolved to a conversation about the hypocrisy that I see about not applying critical thinking to why we need pipelines in Canada whether it's the United States asking OPEC for more oil but turning down a pipeline from Canada or it's Eastern Canadians taking oil from third world countries that don't respect the rule of law, women, children or the environment rather than taking oil from Western Canada. Canada should be energy self-sufficient which is a huge part of why I apply critical thinking to the conversation. Now that's of course the fuel part. What about food and fertilizer? That was supposed to be also part of the presentation. <laughs> well let's remember that fuel for food and fertilizer is critical. And so the fact that we're applying a carbon tax to someone drying their, uh, or running a combine, I mean, the equipment that farmers use is some of the highest consuming equipment in terms of liters per minute, per hour, per mile. And we need to have a fair price for the commodities. Because the commodity prices are climbing with demand, supply demand indifferences, but to apply a carbon tax on top of all that, with the hypocrisy that that's going to save the planet while we starve our people, I'm not there. Also, we are a northern hemisphere country. 
we're, bl we're blessed to have fuel. Well, we're challenged often because we are a high intensity on a per capita basis. Well, if we had 10 times as many people, we'd use more fuel, but less per capita. Well, what really matters here? So the fact that we are, uh, again, the, the hypocrisy of challenging how Canada runs its energy. Uh, again, we get cold in the winter, we get hot in the summer. We need fossil fuels, hydrocarbons in some form. And again, I'm totally there on renewables. I'm personally invested in solar, I'm personally invested in water, personally invested in wind, personally invested in natural gas. I understand all those businesses. But we need to have baseload support, and that's what natural gas is for. And we need that in Alberta, we need that in Saskatchewan. Farming, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I'm a huge participant in the farming industry with farmland in southern Saskatchewan. And I got involved when Saskatchewan changed the laws over who could own farmland. And I've got about 20 different farmers that I work with. And quite frankly, as an investor, if I only had one asset, it would be farmland in Saskatchewan. Because again, I love my farmers, I love the relationship. You know, we, it just works, and it works well. I think the biggest issue that we're facing, though, as farming, is this idea that we're going to start challenging um, you know, cows. Cows aren't going to be allowed to grow anymore because they emit a carbon, you know, methane gases and stuff like that. So it's the hypocrisy of being challenged. And that was one of my comments here was to the farming community, be aware that they're coming after us as farmers, ranchers, everyone in the service industries related to farming, all are being challenged. And again, without logic. How did your farming do this year? It was a drought year. It was a drought year and we did fine. That's again, we didn't do great, but I would say our average crops were two-thirds of what they were last year, so enough to get by. I've heard of farmland in the U.S. going for $20,000 U.S. a quarter, or I mean an acre. Uh, an acre, I should say, so that's like $12.8 per section. Now, obviously, farmland value is uh, something that you're probably keeping an eye on. Well, I came into the farmland business in Saskatchewan, $300, $400, $500, $600 an acre in the early 2000s, and I would say most appraisals seem to be $1,500 to $2,000 an acre, but nowhere near the $20,000 an acre. Will I hang on to what I own? Yes. Do I sell off the odd quarter, the odd piece here and there? Yes, but for the most part, it's one of the longest-term assets that I could ever imagine owning or investing in. Brett Wilson was the featured speaker this morning at a breakfast meeting at Canadian Western Agribition. He's a star from the Dragon's Inn TV program, an investor originally from North Battleford. Good. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch Eaves Troughs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesTroughs.ca And by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca Agribition officials are pleased with opening day attendance at the week-long show. The show opened yesterday after being cancelled last year due to the coronavirus. President Chris Lee says cattle shows start today. Well, it certainly looked really good in the barns, you know, and just uh, the trade show part of it. We had people walking around everywhere. Traffic looked good. Um, certainly for day one, we're very optimistic that it's uh, going to continue on. And business? Is there business going on in the barns? You know, there is a little bit of business going on already. And, uh, you know, it's uh, breeders amongst breeders. And we've got a few international people here that are starting to talk. And so, yeah, business is starting and it's ramping up quick. Everybody's been waiting for this. And... Uh, to get your foot in the door first is a big deal. The big shows start tomorrow? Yep. Well, actually today. Um, we have the President's Classic and the First Lady Classic today, and that starts at noon. 
And then tomorrow we've got the first of what, a dozen purebred beef shows? Yes, that's exactly right. There's a dozen purebred beef shows and they start tomorrow and they run right till Friday afternoon. And then of course on Saturday we have the Supreme, which is the wind up. Um, that's where the best of the best are and we're just glad they're all here. So Agribition, it's been two years. How, how, have think, how has Agribition been able to evolve over that two year span? You know, we were very fortunate. Uh, we've had a few successful years prior to 2020, and we were able to hold our staff together and keep everybody moving forward. We did some virtual shows in 2020. So, you know, getting 2021 up to speed was uh, tough, but it was easier than you think because we had all our staff. They knew where to go. They knew how to get at it. And our ranchers and cowboys, I mean, they wanted to come. So they were behind us all the way. And, uh, and the government and the city, I mean, they wanted it to happen. It's part of Saskatchewan. Yesterday, the province announced a new five-year agreement with Agribition, a sponsorship for $250,000 over that five years. Your reaction? It's awesome. I mean, when you can get something like that, it is absolutely awesome. We're so grateful that we have such a good relationship with the government and, and just pleased to be a part of it and partners with them. Chris Leeds of Arcola is the president of Canadian Western Agribition. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I am joined right now by the Executive Director of the Do More Ag Foundation, Adele Stewart. Adele, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to chat with you. So... Uh, Adele, maybe let's start, before we get on to Ag Talk, talk about what the Do More Ag Foundation does. Yeah, so we are a national charity that's focusing on changing the culture of mental health and agriculture. So we have many pillars um, from education, awareness, anti-stigma, research that we support, um, as well as resources for farmers when it comes to their mental health. You are trying to, well, you're on a fundraising campaign for something called Ag Talk. What is Ag Talk? Yeah, Ag Talk is a, a project that we are working on in response to um, several of the national reports that have come out that are calling for and recommending a 24-7 bilingual agriculture-specific support and crisis line for Canadian farmers. So one line to call any hour of the day, no matter what part of the country that you are in. So we are trying to fulfill those recommendations with our program called Ag Talk. Well, in any given year, there's a lot of stresses on the farm. You know, this year, 2021 is no different than than any other. But, you know, a lot of focus right now on the drought. There's a lot of stress out there in terms of what, you know, how how to get the cows fed, uh, what what will yields not be like and, and things like that is just a couple of examples. But uh, across the country, there there's a lot of them on any given year, like I said. Why would somebody call Ag Talk? What, what, what would be the purpose? 
yeah, just simply to, to deal with those issues. Some provinces have, um, you know, some, some crisis lines and many others don't, just kind of the majority don't. So it's providing that clear, concise, you know, one number across Canada that they can call that whether they are up, you know, and they're, they're hanging in the middle of the night because that's the only time there's enough moisture to put up a bale or whether they're stressed that they don't have the feed, um, whether they're stressed about finances because their cattle came back from market when they didn't meet the price when they needed to disperse their herd in this in this these crazy times so um, any one of those reasons uh, or if they're supporting someone who's maybe going through something where maybe they're okay but their loved one is struggling so how do um, you know support them and how do they support them going when someone's going through something that's tough so um, you know or anything in between just just something and somebody that's always around for for a farmer to call when they have feelings of stress. Would there be, is the plan to have trained professionals on the other line or just somebody that will, is willing to lend an ear? Yeah, I know that's exactly um, the the best point about this program is that it is um, every single person, counselor who picks up the phone that, um, that is called from this line is going to have gone through our 20 hour certification course called Ag Culture, where it's an agriculture literacy program. So there's a lot of gaps that, um, you know, not every mental health professional has lived ag experience. So this line reduces that barrier and helps bridge the therapeutic gap between a producer and a mental health professional when they go through the ag culture course. So that's a, one of the highlighted features of ag talk. Yeah, Saskatchewan has a crisis line, correct? Is that one of the provinces? This seems like something that should be in place. And if I told you it's been in place for a decade, we'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Why has this move not been made earlier? Um, yeah, we're, we're really not you know, sure about that, which is why we have taken the initiative to uh, fundraise for it ourselves. Um, you know, whether it's a set, like we're, we want it as a national line. We feel it should be available to all Canadian producers, um, at least for pilot projects. So we can gather the data and the usage and the effectiveness of it. So we're looking, um, you know, for federal level funding for, for this project, um, you know, when things move slowly. So in lieu of that, we've been working on it for almost two years and, uh, it was needed two years ago. It was needed before that. So we are just going to continue to do what do more egg does which is, um, you know, roll up our sleeves and uh, fundraise our way towards that goal. How much money are you trying to raise? Uh, $5 million. $5 million. And, and uh, if somebody is interested in participating and in, in helping and finding out more, uh, how, how do they do that? They can head to our website, which is domore.ag uh, slash donate. We'll take them directly to the page that will link them to uh, the fundraiser that we are running across Canada until mid-October. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly sunny today, increasing cloudiness late this afternoon, wind northwest 20, the high today plus 3. 
A few flurries tonight, wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, the low minus 13. Wednesday clearing, gusty winds becoming light in the morning, high minus 11. Wind chill minus 23 in the morning and minus 17 in the afternoon, the low minus 15. Thursday partly cloudy with a high plus 1, the low minus 2. Friday sunny, the high plus 6, the low minus 6. Saturday sunny, the high minus 1, the low minus 7. Sunday partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. Monday partly cloudy, the high minus 5. Normal high in, for this date is minus 4, the normal low is minus 14. The sun rose at 826 this morning, it sets at 504 tonight. And around the province right now, the hot spot is Rock Glen at 7 degrees. The cold spot, minus 25 in Uranium City. Estevan is plus 2, Saskatoon minus 1, Swift Current plus 3, Weyburn plus 4, Yorkton is 0. Sunny in Regina with plus 1. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 8. Humidity is 62%. The barometer rising 100.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 5 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest at 15. Once again, Regina, sunny and plus 1. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The president of APAS is hoping grain movement delays through the West Coast will be short-term. Landslides triggered by heavy rain closed down road and rail routes to the Port of Vancouver last week. APAS President Todd Lewis wants to see a speedy resumption of movement. He was interviewed at the Brett Wilson Breakfast presentation this morning at Canadian Western Agribition. Todd, uh, start off, uh, what's your reaction to Brett's comments here today? Well, you know, Brett, uh, Mr. Wilson's a, a really straight shooter, uh, good Saskatchewan gentleman, and uh, no, he's uh, been involved, uh, you know, in agriculture currently, you know, he's, he owns farmland in Saskatchewan, and uh, of course is so involved with the oil and gas industry, and certainly sees the synergies between uh, both agriculture and pipelines and the oil industry, so as a very open and uh, frank discussion and I think we need more of that. What are your thoughts on Agribition? You're here today? It's fantastic. What a great opportunity. Uh, went through a breakfast buffet this morning. Okay. <laughs> you know, just something we haven't done for so long and so good to see people and uh, you know, I think uh, everybody here is double vaccinated. Uh, really the Exhibition uh, Association here Regina did a great job of getting people in here this morning. You know, went really, you know, really uh, without a hitch as far as getting people into the grounds here and you know, really suggest people come down and see Agribition and uh, 50 years, it's uh, a great agricultural show and we're really happy to be here. I guess the phrase is it's a good place to network, really to discuss farm issues with, with people. I saw you talking with Brett, for example. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, really it's a, a the first real gathering of the industry for uh, really the last two years and uh, everybody's looking forward to it and uh, lots of pent up stories and visiting that needs to be done and, uh, and there'll be a lot of business done here the next week as well. What are some of the farm issues that are being discussed here? Well, I think definitely the uh, situation in BC right now, the rail, uh, CN was the major sponsor of uh, this morning's breakfast and, uh, you know, so lots of questions around what's going to happen in, uh, with transportation to the West Coast uh, over the next, you know, short term and long term. 
uh, you know, also uh, things like the carbon tax, uh, uh, oil and gas pipelines, all those things, and of course uh, the drought that we've just all gone through, and, uh, and unfortunately in a lot of the province it's still going to be an issue. So I think there's uh, lots to talk about, and uh, and people are, are uh, you know are here, and uh, and it's great to see everybody. Are you worried about grain movement delays through BC? I think at this point it's a little early to tell yet. Um, you know, it's an important time for shipping this time of year before Christmas and just so shortly after harvest. Uh, we do have a little bit of a golden lining, unfortunately, that we don't have as much grain to ship this year. So, you know, it may not be as bad as, as initially thought, so we'll see here as we go through. I know, uh, you know, elevators are filling up. They're still taking deliveries. Uh, trains are being loaded, so let's hope that uh, traffic can get moving as soon as possible. But I think the railways have said they hope to have the lines open shortly in a few days. No, that's right. And, and you know, it's always going to be uh, what's Grain's Place going to be in that early movement. You know, that's always the issue. There's got lots of inbound traffic that has to come over that rail line. And, you know, we're really looking for some outside-the-box thinking, you know, cooperation between and collaboration between uh, the rail companies, uh, governments, and, and let's make sure all products move, including grain. And, uh, you know, of course, we're, we're very concerned about agriculture in the lower mainland in B.C. Uh, you know, just heartbreaking pictures. Uh, you know, farmers and ranchers certainly understand uh, the devastation of a flood and seeing those pictures. And, of course, we want to get those people and the people, you know, in Vancouver and, and uh, those cities so affected in B.C. Let's get them looked after, and then, uh, you know, there'll be time to move some of this product as well. We've had some snow. What are your thoughts as we approach spring? I know we're months away, but drought is always on our minds. Well, I think, uh, you know, talking about spring is supposed to be plus four for the Ryder game this weekend. So <laughs> it's almost like spring in November and we're going to lose uh, some snow. And, uh, you know, I think, but at the same time, uh, we want to see, you know, more and more snowfall. I think this year nobody's going to complain about too much snow uh, with the year we just had. And uh, surface water needs to be replenished in dugouts and, and creeks and so on. And, uh, you know, really need, uh, need it for our pastures going into the spring. So it's uh, still, still a huge drought area, you know, especially on the west side of the province. So. All we can hope is that uh, we see lots of snow and good rains in the spring. Todd Lewis of A-Pass was interviewed at Agribition this morning. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Rail crews have been working round the clock and have made progress in clearing mudslides on tracks in southern B.C. CP Rail plans to reopen its railway between Kamloops and Vancouver this afternoon. 30 locations across CP's Thompson and Cascade subdivisions were damaged, with 20 locations suffering a significant loss of infrastructure. Meantime, CN plans to restore limited service on washed-out tracks in southern B.C. tomorrow. It says the corridor between Vancouver and Kamloops will reopen to some traffic early tomorrow morning, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Time now, this Agribition Champion Report, brought to you by 2S Auctioneers Online Auction House. Start bidding today at 2sauctioneers.ca. And brought to you by Nelson GM and RV in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Stop by Nelson GM today or visit them online at nelsongm.ca. It's day two of Agribition, and CEO Chris Lane outlined some of the highlights for the day. Well, today the uh, cattle shows really get going in the show ring there, so uh, we've got jackpot shows going here all day. And then uh, on the entertainment side, it is uh, full metal jousting, Chuck to Medieval with sword fighting in the Brandt Centre tonight. Uh, again, we've got a full day of uh, shopping, entertainment in the Brandt Centre, uh, heavy horse pulls on today, and uh, we've got our conferences starting today, so the Grain Expo, Indigenous Agriculture Summit, uh, so it's a pretty packed schedule today. How was turnout on opening day? 
we were really happy with it. I mean, it, you never really know when you turn these large events back on in these times how it's going to go, but uh, we had thousands of people on the property here and through the show yesterday, and I think not only were the people here, but the mood was great too. How's the international component? Internationals, uh, it's it's coming along here. We started registering guests. We've had uh, probably, well, we've got well over 100 guests that we expect here uh, from, uh, you know, just around 20 countries. So we expect them to start showing up in larger numbers uh, on Wednesday when the breed shows start and then uh, staying through the week to the Supreme. How are you hoping for sales this year? Well, we'll have to see. I think there's a lot of unknowns in, in what the uh, what the final numbers are going to be when we're when we're still coming off of a COVID year here. So, we'll have to see. I actually uh, I don't have a lot of predictions on that. I think the good thing about the people that are coming from around the world here is they're they're very motivated. They're very intentional buyers. So I think they're here because it's important to their business. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see some good deals done in the barns. Agribition wraps up Saturday. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. Grain prices were showing downward movement. Viterra prices for canola fell 260 at 976.82. One red spring wheat declined 32 cents at 456.90. The rest unchanged. Durham 707.72. Feed barley 383.64. Flax 1468.62. Lentils 986.50. Oats 536.53. Yellow peas 608.61. Feed wheat 261.65. On the Minneapolis Exchange, spring wheat rose four and a half, a quarter cents at ten twenty-seven and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of November 23rd. Our last regular sale is on November 10th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.57 cents to $0.64. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.45 cents to $0.52. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.40. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.92 cents to $1.02. We had a pre-sorted Charlet and all breed sale here on Monday. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.40 and sold up to $2.60. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.60. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.32. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.02 and sold up to $2.13. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged to dollar ninety seven and sold it to two dollars and two cents. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.90 and sold up to $1.98. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.83 and sold up to $1.92. Heifers were 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 430 pound tan steers at $2.60 a pound, a load of 500 pound tan steers at $2.32 a pound, a load of 550 pound tan steers at $2.13 a pound, a load of 600 pound tan steers at $2.00 
$1.01 a pound. A load of 650-pound Taz steers at $1.97 a pound. A load of 700-pound Black steers at $1.92 a pound. And a load of 780-pound Exotic steers at $1.83 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for today, $169.23 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. SAS Power has announced a power purchase agreement for a new flare gas-to-power facility near Kindersley in west-central Saskatchewan. SAS Power, Flying Dust First Nation, and Alta Power have signed a 20-year power purchase agreement for a 15-megawatt flare gas-to-power facility near Colville. The facility represents an investment of $30 million and will open in 2023. Energy and Resources Minister Bronwyn Eyre says the new project will create 50 jobs during construction and 20 in operation. She says it will be the largest flare gas to power operation in the province and generate power for 9,000 Saskatchewan homes. Eyre adds, as a methane capture and commercialization project, it's another step to achieving goals under the Provincial Methane Action Plan. The province aims to reduce methane-based gas emissions by 40 to 50 percent, a reduction around 4 million tons of carbon dioxide equivalent a year by 2025. The new facility will require 4 million cubic feet of gas per day, reducing about 100,000 tons of carbon dioxide equivalent each year. On the markets, the TSX is down 27 points at 21,393. The Dow has declined 44 points at 35,574. Oil has gained a dollar fifty-three at seventy-eight twenty-eight per barrel. The Canadian dollar is down eleven one hundredths of a cent at seventy-eight point six two cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good... You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.